All along the American shoreline, local elected officials are facing difficult decisions these days with COVID-19 and the coming summer season. Hello, everybody. This is Peter Ravella, host of the Local Control Podcast. And we have with us today a special guest who's going to help us understand the decisions that local officials are facing. I want to welcome to the Local Control Podcast, Mayor Joe Mancini from Long Beach Township in Ocean County, New Jersey, one of the premier beach towns in that great state. Welcome to the Local Control Podcast, Mayor Mancini, and thanks for taking the time to join us. Uh, My pleasure, Peter. Thank you. Well, Mayor, it's a tough time to get ready for the summer. I know it's about time to start hiring your lifeguards and getting ready to open the beach, but the last 60 days have been a little unpredictable. Uh, Tell our audience a little bit about your town, if you wouldn't mind. Introduce us to Long Beach uh, Township and uh, how the last 60 days have gone for you as the mayor of the town. Well, Long Beach Island uh, is an 18-mile island uh, and Long Beach Township is about 11 of those 18 miles. In the, in the um, off-season, the wintertime, uh, the total island has a, a population of about 8,000 people. Uh, in the summer, it grows to over 100,000 people. So the dilemma we had uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, when New York uh, Governor Cuomo had everybody uh, shelter in place and the New Jersey governor did the same. All of a sudden we had uh, an influx from 8,000 to 40,000 people uh, six, seven weeks ago, uh, which at this time of year, uh, like my township, we have 135 employees off season and in season we have over 500. Uh, So we were nowhere uh, near ready um, to handle the influx of people. Also, our uh, local uh, food stores like the Yakme this time of year has 35 employees, and in the summertime, it has um, it has over 200. So it's a um, it, it was really tough to gear up for the influx of uh, people. So it's, uh, it's it's really put a lot of strain on our year-round residents. Uh, and also uh, trying to keep everybody, uh, you know, at a uh, safe distance from each other. And it's a real concern, Mayor, in researching a little bit about uh, Long Beach Township before the show. Uh, the median age in the town is 61. Uh, we know that COVID is uh, more risky for elderly citizens. I guess I would kind of put myself in that category. Uh it, was that a concern in your thinking as you faced this influx of people coming into the town, I assume to escape New York City, get to their second homes or get an Airbnb? Uh, how did that calculation uh, operate in, your, in, in, in the administration of the city? Well, um, our average um, voting citizen or uh, taxpayer in Long Beach Township, we're, we're the oldest on the, um, in New Jersey, uh, median age is 66 years old. Uh, so oh. when we found out that Airbnb was running specials and VRBO to come to the shore, uh, we, pa- we passed uh, an emergency order restricting any rentals under three weeks. Uh, and then following that, um, Governor Murphy um, also uh, implemented that. 
And, and the problem we have is when people come down to Long Beach Island, uh, you know, it's um, it's party time. It's, you know, it's the shore. You're down the shore. So um, they weren't social distancing or anything. Let's come down and let's party. Let's go surfing. Uh, let's go out to dinner. Uh, you know, so... Uh, it was uh, it was tough. It was really tough educating, um, you know, our secondary homeowners who are a, a huge part of our economy. Uh, they drive the economy. That you know, this is home to some, you know, senior citizens here. We can't be partying all the time. Let's uh, we're supposed to be sheltering in place, fourteen days minimum stay. But unfortunately, um, that didn't happen. So we did have um, one group early on came down for a uh, an anniversary, and from that one meeting, we had over twenty people infected and three deaths. Wow! So it was uh, really you know, very trying, very troublesome. And the emergency order that you mentioned that the beaches uh, or that rentals in the town less than three weeks in duration were prohibited. If I my research is right, that happened on April 6th or thereabouts in early April. Uh, what was the reaction in the community to that early decision on your part to uh, restrict access essentially in the town to the residents there? They were uh, very supportive, but it didn't stop. Um, it, like I said, even our police force, uh, you know, is in the uh, winter mode. And, we, you know, we had this shelter in place that the governors were, uh, you know, putting into effect. But it, it didn't have any teeth to enforce. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, when a neighbor would call us and say, you know, there's an out-of-town car that just pulled into my neighbor's house, they don't look familiar, we'd go down and we'd find a uh, VRBO lease, we'd uh, make the people leave. And then we would uh, send a summons uh, to the homeowner of that property. But you can't catch them all, and it was just, like I said, it was uh, party time. Uh, we understand, wow. you know, if you live in Manhattan in a uh, you know, 1,500, 2,000-square-foot condo or apartment, and you have a 3,500-square-foot home, on uh, Long Beach Island, and you don't have to worry about lobbies and elevators. Yeah, you want to come on down to the shore, but right. it was uh, it was it, it was a tough transition because, like I said, when you get to the shore, your mindset is let's get outside, let's enjoy the beaches and the water. Right, and you know, I think for especially being so close to New York City, which is the epicenter of the COVID nineteen pandemic in America. New Jersey's been substantially impacted as well. Uh, I think the stats I looked at over 100, almost 120,000 cases, more than 7,000 deaths in the state of New Jersey. This is serious business, Mayor, and I think obviously a tough uh, thing to implement when people are trying to escape uh, the most dangerous area of New York City and get down to the shore, perhaps the sea breezes, a little chance to relax, maybe get out of the crowds themselves, but really causing a risk for your community and your residents, it seems. No question, no question about it. Um, <clears throat> there were a, a few solutions uh, that I offered um, to deaf ears in Trenton, uh, one of which was when the, uh, they put the shelter in place in New York, 
uh, it would have been very easy to have had easy pass, uh, you know, send fines to people that come over the bridges to New Jersey. Uh, you do that once or twice, uh, and, you know, and they stop. Yeah, the so word gets out. Like we had to put a roadblock up. All we had to do was, you know, put in some parameters on our easy pass, and it, it could have effectuated a better hmm. uh, shelter in place in your primary residence. And no luck with that suggestion to uh, Governor Phil Murphy, I understand. Yeah, there was uh, absolutely no response. You know, Mayor, it looks like uh, that you've also implemented, I think, something very interesting, uh, which is the use of disaster or reentry placards in the town to identify who can be in town and on the shoreline and who can't. Can you tell our listeners about the use of what is okay, what please. is a reentry placard and how do you use that and how has it been deployed here during the COVID-19 period? We implemented um, a reentry placard about 10 years ago. Uh, every town issues one per property uh, that worked really well when uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. Uh, you had a placard on your uh, rearview mirror, and we let you on the island and directed you to the area that your placard said. So in mm-hmm. order to keep, um, you know, the general public uh, that didn't have a residence on Long Beach Island, we had a lot of people just taking day trips to the island and just, um, you know, messing things up. For everybody else, we had to shut down surfing and fishing and all these other things. So we decided to implement that if you want to go to the beach, uh, you know, take the reentry placard, uh, put a lanyard around it and just, you know, hang it around your uh, your neck. And so when our beach patrol or police see you on the beach, uh, you know, they just drive on. Thank you very much. The beach is wide enough where you can uh, practice a sh- a social distancing. Uh, we also outlawed uh, beach chairs, uh, blankets, all that. The beach is used for exercise. Take a jog, take a walk, uh, take your dog for a walk, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. It wasn't, uh, we didn't want it to be a congregation area like you see what just happened in California. We had 20,000 people hanging out or right. like a spring, spring break event in Florida. This right. was strictly to get the people off the side streets get them on the beach and, and, you know, the side streets uh, or back roads are 30 feet wide. The beach is a hundred yards wide. So you can accommodate a lot more people and be a a lot safer. Interesting. So you had in place this reentry placard as one per household. So I'm I'm envisioning this is, is like the uh, handicap placard you have for for handicap parking. Uh, what the effect of that is to is to segregate basically the town to the residents and allow your residents to utilize the beach as a place of exercise. But I, I mean, it's understood, I guess, uh, within the community that it is an attempt to exclude and and justifiably, Mayor, but exclude visitors from coming to the beach to recreate or surf or fish or play at this point when there's this high risk is. Am I understanding it correctly? That, that, that's that's one hundred percent correct, Peter. The um, yeah, we were having, like I said, there was no teeth uh, to the shelter-in-place 
executive order from the governors. It didn't restrict people uh, from getting getting in their car and driving down to the shore and, and you know, doing whatever for the day and then driving home. Uh, so we had to restrict this uh, because, you know, looking now when they're, when they're trying to find out who has the virus, they're looking back at previous contacts. And with all of these people just coming down and, and nobody has any control of what's going on, uh, you know, it, how you, it's impossible to stop the spread of the virus continuing the way we were. Hmm. Understandable. And then it looks like later in April, the town uh, township extended the short-term rental ban for the next couple of weeks up till May 15th. And, uh, and to, to, with a little breathing space, I think I, I read about the reentry placard. If you have that placard and you're a resident, uh, you can go surf fishing, uh, I think, what is it, 10 a.m., 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. or something overnight. Can you talk about those, mo- mo- those recent decisions in the last uh, 10 days regarding uh, the short-term yeah, that, rentals? Peter, that was um, the restricted hours was uh, our, our neighbor, uh, Ship Bottom. Which is the, ah. um, yeah we we allowed it uh, any time of the day if you want to fish just go fish typically the surf fishermen are always fifty feet apart so they're not hitting each other with their sinkers and whatever the case might be right so we right, don't right. have a problem with this um, social distancing there um, it's uh, you know the surfing still uh, we're going to keep. Uh, kind of outlawed to the uh, outside people from the visitors. If you want to surf and you're a resident, you can also um, hang the um, placard or put it up your sleeve or whatever. Uh, so when somebody approaches you, you can show it and you can go surfing now. Um, so hmm. uh, not now, excuse me. That'll happen next week. We're hoping by uh, May 7th, we'll open surfing to our residents. Uh, so, uh, so everybody can enjoy a little recreation. Uh, That's the, great. The next big uh, thrust in our area is Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we're just not. At, it doesn't appear we're going to be ready um, to open by then. We're shooting for June first. Okay. To totally uh, pull everything. That's another month, and uh, you know the revenues that come from the tourism industry in beach towns uh, is substantial. Uh, the summer season really begins a little bit later up in your neck of the woods compared to Florida or Southern California or or down in, say, where I am, South Padre Island or in Galveston County, where the beaches have been, been very full. Uh, it's just a little bit warmer. We're starting to hit the 90s here in Austin, Texas. Um, Mayor, are you concerned about the revenue outfall as uh, uh, the impact on the town's budget? And what can you possibly do about that? Well, you know, it's kind of unique here. We really, uh, we have the Memorial Day weekend, which is like, you know, opening day. Everybody comes down. It's crazy. Uh, It's one of the most crowded time periods over three days that we'll have uh, in the entire year. And then we're we're kind of um, slow until the last week of June. However, mm. what we're looking at is uh, a June first grand opening. 
and not have the Memorial Day, but June is going, to, I believe, is going to be as busy as a normal July for us. Because nobody's in school, there's no graduations, there's no proms, there no uh, right. Little League soccer camps, anything. So I think once we open, uh, June is just going to be mobbed. Everybody's just going to come down because a lot of people aren't back right. to work yet. Uh, and so well, what we're doing to facilitate this is we're meeting with each and every individual restaurant, bar, uh, and if they have, say, 200 seats capacity and they have 20 outside and 180 inside, we're allowing them to um, move their tables outside, even if we have to close a street up or a lane or whatever, so that we can get the social distancing so that when the, when the people do come, uh, you know, none of our businesses are going to be hurt. Uh, we're trying to accommodate that, but we're trying to keep it safe. Uh, the last thing any resort community needs is to be uh, earmarked as a hotspot for the spread of virus. Right. Uh, you know, that, that could have forever lasting, uh, uh, you know, black eye on that tail. So the, the policy that you're talking about with regard to restaurants looked innovative to me. And I, I did review the order that you issued on the 22nd of April, just uh, about 10 days ago, uh, at, is encouraging the restaurants to move their seating to the outside. I love the idea of closing the streets. This sounds like a pretty innovative solution. You know, I wonder how this will play out. And I wonder if in the future, you know, these streets might be something closed again, because having a pedestrian access and eating outside near the shoreline is a pretty nice thing to do. Uh, might be a good outcome for the town and might be a great outcome for the uh, restaurateurs as well. Yeah, uh, we're trying to, you know, I, I encourage all of our restaurant owners that, uh, it, that this is 2020 is going to be this uh, summer of curb stop pickup or curbside pickup and delivery. So mm. if you have 15 uh, waitresses in, in your restaurant normally this year, you probably only need seven or eight and the remainder of them uh, will be delivering your dinners and they'll make more money delivering than waiting on tables. So the hmm. capacity and gross uh, should be comparable. And quite frankly, we're not looking for a banner year. We're just trying to make sure that our restaurants, bars, uh, you know, even our, um, regular stores or retail stores that, you know, nobody gets financially impacted where they don't open in 2021. We're try just right. trying to accommodate. It's going to be a one-year shot. And, uh, you know, seriously, if, uh, if you're a family and you got a grandmom and grandpa and everybody coming down, the likelihood of you eating in your backyard or on your deck is going to be a lot higher this year than you going to a restaurant. So, right. Let's uh, let's accommodate that and, you know, get our people ready. So this year is May 25th. You said you got the target of June 1st to be back in business. So hopefully a quiet May. Uh, let this virus calm down a little bit. Uh, Mayor, what's the sentiment on your council? I'm not sure if it's called a council. Uh, and within the community, 
what is, what is, what are you hearing from the from your your co leaders and your community when it comes to the June first opening? Um, Peter, they like the June first opening a lot better than the uh, May fifteenth opening. Uh, that I think the governor's going to lift. Uh, you know, it, I'm still looking at the New Jersey um, uh, virus count every day, and it's it's over two thousand every day. Uh, and until that really flatlines down which hopefully in 30 days from now, uh, you know, it'll effectuate and we'll hopefully have uh, some better ideas, uh, treatment and, you know, are we getting any closer to a vaccine, which I doubt. Uh, right. But it appears that uh, some of the treatments are working and, you know, a couple of weeks from now, everybody might be a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more used to wearing uh, you know, the mask, the kerchiefs, the whatever, uh, right. you know, which we're going to recommend that you wear one when you're walking into a restaurant until you get to your table, then you can take it off. And the same thing on walking to the beach over the dune. And when you get to your spot, then take it off. So okay. while you're so, encountering other people walking through town, good to keep it on as the stuff does linger in the air as an aerosol, this virus can. Mary, when, when you're talking about the community, it's a town of, as you said, in the off season, somewhere around 8,000 people. And during the season, 100,000 people are in, in Long Beach Township. Uh, that's an extraordinary uh, number of people for towns. It's not unusual on the American shoreline for towns to have this incredible uh, summertime population. But you mentioned that the town would typically uh, staff up to 500 from your off-season employee count of around 135. Uh, Mira, are you having to make the decision now to begin the application process and to begin, begin preparing uh, for this June 1st possible opening? Uh, does it require you to get geared up now? You can't. Yeah, well, we're, yes, you're 100% right. Typically this time of year, we already have 185 lifeguards signed up. Uh, right now, we, we only have 100 because, uh, you know, people are very concerned and trepidatious about, you know, what this summer is going to look like. And uh, so we, we, are, we are hiring as many people as we can. We're also hiring some additional uh, Class 1 police officers that we'll put on the beach uh, to make sure people are social distancing. Uh, like I said, um, the beaches are big enough where everybody can be eight, 10 feet apart, you know, family uh, centers right. separate and, you know, use your head when you walk to the water and, you know, don't get close to anybody. So are there any other uh, special measures, Mayor, that, that you plan on implementing hand sanitizers or, how you're handling the public restroom facilities? Are there are there new approaches that you're trying to develop to maybe keep the place a little more sanitary? I don't know. That's something well, that you're having to work through. It, it, Peter, once we um, we're, we're trying to locate and you know get the small bottles of uh, hand sanitizers so that we can have them available in a lot of different places. Also, some of our local businesses are uh, uh, designing the face masks, the reusable face masks with their logos on them. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'll be, you know, get them out. Great advertising. And, you know, the summer of 2020, everybody will always remember it. Right. By that. Um, and as far as the restrooms, yeah, we have a major problem. We have, um, in different areas, we have public bathrooms for people that come off the beach. So, you know, how do we do it? We're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to, like, uh, a bathroom that can handle eight people will now going to only hold uh, or handle two people at a time. And, you know, it's we don't have the personnel to enforce it. It has to be on the honor system. We'll put the signs wow. up. And, uh, the people are, you know, they have to, uh, and hopefully they'll understand that this is the, the new normal. Yeah, hopefully they. It's going to require a lot of, as you said, common sense, uh, willingness of people to live within some limits that they're not used to, uh, behave a little bit differently. Um, you know, the beach, as you said, is a is a place where people really come to let their hair down a little bit. They tend to drink a little bit more. Um, is your law enforcement community concerned about? the level of cooperation uh, that they can expect in this setting? Or are, are you thinking that folks are going to be pretty good here? It's hard to tell, I guess. Well, it's, it's really hard to tell. If you look at the way they've acted in the last six, seven weeks, uh, the summer could be a disaster uh, because they just, you know, everybody feels entitled in, in today's day and age. Uh, no, there is no, personal responsibility it's all about them yourself it's it's totally different and until people start waking up um you know if we find that the social distancing isn't working and the people are rampant you know we'll we'll shut things down you know it's all it's all up to the uh, visitors and the, the residents of our island to act responsibly wow well, you know, uh, uh, Governor Newsom out in California after last weekend uh, down in Orange County and uh, the inability of people to space and behave responsibly on the beaches issued an order uh, forcing the closure of beaches there. I think it's happened in a couple of other places. L.A. County uh, attempted a distancing opening on the shoreline there. And we spoke to Gary Jones, the uh, director of operations for the LA County uh, Beaches and Harbors Department. He also said we, we we really hoped it would work. It did not work. And I think they currently are operating under a shutdown. But it, it's just hard to think that that all along the American shoreline, uh, people are not going to go to the number one, you know, visitor destination in the United States, which are the beaches and shorelines of America. And, uh, uh, you know, Mira, I, I don't know. I, I, it seems to me that that adjusting to the circumstances as they unfold is going to be one of the cards you got to keep in your deck. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, Governor Newsom had to do what what he did and. I fully support what he did. It's a, uh, you know, it's it's not bluffing that we say, you know, you have to have social distancing. We find it works, and God knows we don't want to see a rebound come August or September. That's worse than than what we've already been through. And it's the same when you look at the spring breaks. I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess when I was in college, I was invincible also. But this is a uh, 
this isn't a cold or the flu. This is something totally different. Right. And, I, you know, the thing that, to keep in mind, the young people out there, uh, it, you might be able to tolerate it. But when you go home and see your mother and your father and your grandmother, they maybe they can't. And that's one of the worst things you can do is, is help convey this to people who are at greater risk. Uh, in a community where the average age, you said, was 66, there's reason to be concerned about the population and their exposure um, to this virus ramping up. It's obviously conveyed by people. So uh, when there's 100,000 people, there's going to be viruses in the town. Um, hopefully, uh, it doesn't spread to your community, Mayor. And uh, is this, I, I've got to think, uh, this is an extraordinary thing to face as an elected official. Uh, I, there's nothing like it in my lifetime. I don't I don't know. How has it been for you personally to, uh, to, to look down the barrel of this crisis and know that within 30, you know, about 30 days from today, there's going to be a lot of people in your town and a little more risk. You know, um, we make um, decisions and rules and regs, um, you know, from common sense. The problem as a, uh, as a mayor is that I can only control my municipality. I can't control what the governor does, what the county does, um, what the, my adjoining towns do, even though most of the towns on our island um, are, we're all thinking, you know, the same. We're all uh, pretty much, you know, walking the same walk. But, you know, when we implement something and then all of a sudden we have 30,000 additional people on the island, after mm -hmm. the governor uh, puts out his emergency order, it's it's pretty. It, it, it angers me. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Uh, you know, how are you passing an executive order that's like an unfunded mandate? You're you're putting the enforcement on the towns who we can't. We just can't do it. I mean, it's very right. easy to sit in the uh, state house and say, this is what we're going to do. And, and then we're all looking at him like, how's that going to work? <laughs> yeah. You know, I empathize with that, with your anger on that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, you get kind of like, I know what I have to do. Why don't you do what you say you're going to do? Right. So it's, it's a difficult, I understand the, the governor has a, uh, you know, his hands are tied uh, monetarily and, and uh, everything else, but they'll, they'll be passing ridiculous laws that nobody can enforce. Right. right. So you're expecting that 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 Governor Murphy may well uh, issue an order that that says you're free to move about as of May 15th, two weeks, full two weeks before you want the crowds to arrive. Is that what you think is is likely to occur yeah. here? Yeah, his um, well, his order right now is to shelter in place until uh, May fifteenth. All right, uh, we're hoping that it's shelter in place till June first. Give us right. the opportunity to uh, because nobody's sheltering in place anyway. I mean, yeah. there's no sheltering in place. I mean, uh, you know, uh, this weekend we're um, it's not like where you are, but we're supposed to be in the sixties this weekend and sunny. I guarantee you we'll have sixty to seventy thousand people on the island uh, tomorrow. Wow! And uh, you know I'm only geared up for eight to ten thousand. 
Wow. So it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, so you're passing all these um, executive orders, edicts, whatever, emergency orders, whatever you want to call them, but there's no meat behind it, like I keep saying. There's right. there's no teeth to these orders. There's well, no and then if, if they're different in, in time than yours, and if the beach communities are looking to keep it quiet till June. As you said, the normal summer season doesn't kick off till Memorial Day. That's the end of the month anyway. Uh, you're not even staffed and prepared, nor are the restaurants or anybody else. The crowds are not supposed to be there, but they're coming early to escape You know the, the risks in New York City and the urban areas. Uh, if the governor is not in tune with you guys on the calendar, it seems it puts a really unfair pressure on local elected officials who have to say no when people drive across the bridge and say, well, hell, the governor said we can be here. And you say, well, you know, that's 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 not a good recipe for a quiet summer day. Uh, yeah, you're 100 percent correct. The, the, the problem is, um, well, New Jersey's like uh, two different states anyway. We have North Jersey where. Uh, the, the majority of uh, people live, and then we have South Jersey, where people come in the summertime and then retire or whatever, because it, it, we're not really an urban area. Uh, but it, like like I said, it's uh, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, the only thing we can do is just you know keep our cool, use common sense, right. uh, keep the word out, and help our our restaurants and uh, food handlers make sure everybody's safe. Uh, we, not only are we uh, worried about, uh, you know, the the customers coming in the door, we're worried about the employees uh, that work there. I mean, it's a two-way street. So, you know, we're going to we'll have uh, thermal imaging on our workers, and I'm, I'm suggesting to uh, uh, our restaurant people that they use thermal imaging on people coming into your restaurant. Right, for temperature, you know, right? You know, you have to be safe. I really don't feel comfortable sitting at a bar any longer. No. I mean, that's no, a totally no. different dynamic where you meet a group of friends at the bar and, and yep. then you wait for your table and then you go sit down. It's uh, it's going to be a, a very different um, mm-hmm. dining experience for everybody. Right. And Mayor, one last thing in reviewing the orders that the town uh, has issued. I think I remember this correctly. One of the considerations that the town's leadership uh, put into the equation in the development of your orders was the medical facilities you have available. I think I read you have one hospital that has 176 beds and the capacity to handle illness in these resort communities all around the American shoreline is pretty limited. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, it's, it's accurate. Accurate. Um, at, at this time, our hospital is, uh, is pretty empty, uh, because the number of uh, COVID-19 patients is, is way down in our area. Uh, and then the governor put in place, um, no elective surgeries. So our hospital and our uh, physicians are, they're having a tough time financially also. They have to, uh, you know, in the, in the beginning with all of these dire uh, predictions and, you know, sending 
the uh, getting the hospital ship into New York and building a thousand beds in the Javits Center and right. know, and nothing panned out. Thank God. Um, yeah. But they they have to get our hospitals back up and running so people can get a gallbladder operation or whatever. Um, so they're shut. It's like a ghost town over there right now. But we hmm. still have probably a dozen COVID-19 people in the uh, ICU uh, because they were moving them down from the North Jersey hospitals. Wow. Uh, we're part of the uh, Hackensack Meridian health system now, which goes from Bergen County and we're on the southern border here. Uh, so they have like 13, 14 hospitals. And, you know, uh, when this first hit, the North Jersey hospitals were like New York. I mean, they were filling up instantly and they were putting people on ventilators. They seem to have changed the um, uh, the routine or the treatment uh, protocol mm-hmm. on that now. So it, it has lightened up. But um, at the time, it, it's a real issue. Plus, you know, if you're from New York or Bergen County or someplace up north, your primary physician is two hours away from you. You have a medical event here, and you call one of our local docs. He's already yeah. he's already booked solid. So you're going to have a problem. And plus, mm-hmm. we don't have all of our first responders in place for the summer crowd. So what happened was uh, one individual... Uh, called in. He thought he had a stroke. Uh, you know, three of our uh, uh, emergency management people went to pick him up, found out he had uh, COVID-19. So they wow. had to, we, we had like uh, 20% of our total uh, emergency management people on a 14-day shutdown. So it's, you know, just not fair. Man. And, you know, it's an overlooked and not often, I don't think discussed enough as we go into the summer season, that and and your town grows by a factor of ten or more, and uh, the, having the right medical capacity in place is so critical. Uh, if something happens that we all hope does not, and that is that you have an outbreak of the virus in your community or in your area, uh, I've got to believe that weighs heavily on uh, resort community mayors up and down the eastern seaboard. Uh, there aren't a lot of super staffed up hospital facilities in a lot of beach towns. This is kind of a, it's a rare thing to find. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, we have 36 full-time police officers. And uh, since I've been mayor, as we hire a new officer, um, part of the conditions of, of hiring is they have to be EMT qualified and certified. Uh-huh. So, uh, because in the summertime, uh, you know, when there's an event before the ambulance can get there, our police officers are typically there in a couple of minutes, and uh, they have to assist uh, the first responders, the ambulance, EMTs, the paramedics, uh, right. because they're overwhelmed. And now if you're throwing um, this virus into the queue, um, into the mix, it, it just exasperates uh, our system. Man. Well, Mayor, I really think uh, you've helped our audience understand the difficult uh, decisions that are faced by uh, mayors all around the American shoreline. It is game time for elected officials. This is where uh, the people that we vote and put into office uh, 
are really called to be their best. It's it's such a critical job. And uh, having been there 12 years, Mayor, that sounds like the town is in very good hands. Uh, any closing thoughts? Yeah, um, I hope everybody enjoys the summer of 2020. I'm, I'm sure none of us will forget it. And <laughs> nope. uh, everybody be safe. Be safe and careful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's Joe Mancini, the mayor of Long Beach Township, New Jersey, in Ocean County on the southern New Jersey coast, one of the premier beach towns in America. Uh, mayor Mancini, thank you so much for spending time with us on the Local Control Podcast. And and we wish you and all of the New Jersey beach towns a lot of luck this summer. Let's pray for a safe and, and, and virus-free summer season. Best of luck to you and your community. Thank you, Peter, and anytime. I enjoyed this. Thank you, sir.